So now we're going to do Parshas Vayetze. Parshas Vayetze Rishon. Vayetze Yaakov mi Be'er Shava Vayelech Chorona. Yaakov left Be'er Shava and he went to Choron. If you remember before the last Rashi explained to us that Yitzchok was 60, Yaakov was 63 years old at the time that he left and he went to Choron. And then, before he actually went to Choron, before we read the whole story, Yaakov went for 14 years. Yaakov went to the house of Lavan. He went to the house of Lavan. So I explained to you that, the, um, that Yaakov hid for 14 years. Before he actually went to Choron, for 14 years, he actually stay, stayed in the yeshiva of Shem Ve'ever. And then only afterwards did he actually go to Choron. That whole episode is missing in the Torah clearly. And the reason why it's missing in the Torah is because it says that Yaakov was punished by Hashem that Yosef was away from him for 22 years. And that was because Yaakov was away from his father Yitzchak for 22 years. But the truth of the matter is he was away for 22 years plus 14 years. For the 14 years that he was in the yeshiva, Shem Ve'ever, the Torah doesn't speak about. And that's, he wasn't punished for those years, because he went to learn Torah, that doesn't count. That's what Rashi said before, and therefore, the, uh, this whole episode here, there's like a 14 year gap missing between the time that he left his parents' home, and the time that he went to Choron. But in our parsha we start off, that he went directly to Choron. So let's learn the Rashi. Vayetze Yaakov, Zot Rashi, Al Yidei, Shebeshvil Sheroz Bnois Knan. Through the fact that that the daughters of Canaan were bad in the eyes of Yitzchak, his father, that caused Holoch Esavel Yishmael. That's why Esav went to Yishmael and he married the daughter of Yishmael. So that's why the Torah interrupted in the middle of the portion of Yaakov to tell us what took place with uh, Esav, that he went and married the daughter of Yishmael. Uksiv li'il chavav before in the Pesach, it's written, Bayar Esav Kivorech, so he blessed them, and that they're bad. So after that, once he finished what happened with Yishmoel, with Esav, with marrying Yishmoel, he goes back to the first topic, which was, what is the topic? How Yaakov, what's going on with Yaakov? So, Yaakov went out of Be'er Shava. Now, we already know where Yaakov was, because the Pasuk says that Yaakov was in Be'er Shava. It says that Yitzchok was in Be'er Shava. He should have only written that Yaakov went to Choron, without telling us where he left. And the Lama Hizkir Yitzhiyosei, so why does the Torah mention that he went out? Elamagi, to teach you that Yitzhiyos Tzadik Min Amokoim, that when a tzaddik leaves a place, he leaves, he leaves an impression over here. Why? That's why it says Vayetze Yaakov Also, that he went out from Be'er Shava. <coughs> why is that? Because at the time that the righteous person is in the city, who hoida, who ziva, who hadora, he is the glory, he is the shine, he is the beauty of the city. But Yotza Misham, once he leaves there, Pana Hoida, Pana Ziva, Pana Adora. All these beauty and the shine and the uh, the, 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 the Hoid 
All this leaves. V'chein, like we also see by Rus Aleph Zayin, Perikal Paschalai says, She left the place. Uh, which is written with regards to Noam Virus. So basically, the reason the Pesach says, Yaakov, Yaakov left Be'er Something happened there. There was a, a big movement over here. He went to Choron, Zoktrashi. He didn't go directly to Choron. He went out to go to Choron. Because it's not that he left Be'er and he went to Choron. He didn't go immediately. He traveled, especially as I said before, that he travels 14 years in, in the middle. So, and he arrived in the place, Vayolan Shom, and he uh, slept over there, he stayed over there, he lodged over there, Kivo Hashemesh, because the sun set. So he couldn't continue going because the sun set. So he took from the stones that were at the place, and he placed it underneath his head, and he lied down in that place. Now it doesn't say, it says that he he arrived at the place, the Pasik doesn't mention in which place he arrived. But this was the place which was mentioned elsewhere. He came to the place. That is Mount Maria, which it says before, with regards to Mount Maria, before in Perik of that base, Pasik Dalit, saw the place. So he came to that place, to the place that was already mentioned. Rashi already said before, whenever there is a ba, a ha, like a ba mokoim, means in the known place, a place that was already mentioned before or known uh, to the people. So he came to that place, to the place, the Har Maria. Now, what is the meaning of the word vayivga? And he arrived, kimoi, like in Yeshua Tazayin Zayin, upoga biyirichai, that he reached yirichai. And over there it says, upoga bidabeshes, that he reached, upoga uh, means he reached dabeshes. But Abiseinu Pirshu and our sages translate the words Vayivga is Loshen Tefilo. It means the language of prayer. So Vayivga Bamokim means he prayed in the place. Kimoi, like we find in Yirmiya Zayin, Paskazayin, Baltivgabi, means over there that do not entreat me, you know, do not, uh, uh, you know, ask of me. Lomadnu, and this teaches us Shetikein Tefilas Arvis, that he instituted the Mairev prayer. Um, and we already have a similar thing by Yitzchok, it says before, when by Yitzchok, the Fnoi said of Losuach Basoda, Rashi said over there also quoted, that he was Mesakin, that was the David Mincha. So, that he instituted the Mairi prayer. And the Pasuk changes like Kosova Yispala, doesn't say that he davened. The Lamdoch to teach you, that the earth jumped before him, that he made it there real quick. As explained in the chapter of Gidanosh in Chulin Tzadik Aleph, Amun Beis. Why does the Pasik say, Kibo Hashemesh? Because the sun has set. It seems like he went to sleep because the sun set. That the sun set, and that's why he's laid down. What does it mean, Kibo Hashemesh? Because the sun set. It appears that the sun set all of a sudden, not in the time, so he should sleep there. Hashem made it that the sun set so that he should sleep in that place. He placed it around his head, by his head. He made them in a, uh, in a kind of a marziv that's like a, a drain pipe, you know, that drains and flows the water around and around. He was afraid for wild animals, so he went as a protection. 
So the stones began fighting one another. This one said, that the righteous person will place his head upon me. And this stone said, who will rest his head. Immediately God made him into one stone. This is what it says in Paskut Ches. He took the stone. It says one stone, even though it was many stones. Because he went and he made all the stones together. I once heard a pshat that somebody asked, so what did it help that Hashem made it all one stone, but there's only one place that he can uh, put his head on, right? Uh, one of them. So now that they're one stone, he's only in one spot. So it's still a problem. Each spot wants the tzaddik to put his head on it. But the difference is that once it's one rock, it doesn't make a difference. So when people are united, you know, it's like in this case they're right, so it doesn't make a difference. The last Rashi in Pasekut Aleph, he slept in that place. So Rashi Loshin Miut. This is a language of restrictive that that he only slept in that place. But the 14 years that he served in the house of Eber, as we said before in the beginning, that he spent 14 years in the house of Eber. He did not sleep at the night time. Rashi specifically says over here, Aver. I, I can't remember exactly the last Rashi in the previous parsha whether Rashi said there's Aver or Shem the Aver. Because when it says Yaakov Tom Yoshev Aholim in the beginning, over there it also says in the Aholim, Rashi says by Yaakov there's Aholim Shem the Aver. That's why it was a plural there. But here Rashi uses specifically base Aver. Earlier by Rivka, Rashi points out that she went to ask specifically by Shem. And when Hashem told to her, it says through a shliach, through shame. So sometimes it's shame and aver, sometimes it's just shame. And in this case, Rashi just says aver. So because he was preoccupied with the study of Torah. And he dreamt, and Yaakov dreamt. And behold, that there was a ladder that was set up on the ground. And its top reached to the heaven, which today is Hayom Yom. We learned today that the davening is a sulam of arza, that it stops. It starts with a very simple step, with a simple bittel, and it goes up to the highest level, magia shemaima. malache elikim and behold, uh, the angels of Hashem are going up and going down on this ladder. So first, it says here that they're going up. And then it says that they're going down. Normally one would expect when the angels come from up, so they go first down and then they go up. So how come it says, Oilim v'yerdim, Zoktrashi? Oilim t'chila, first they went up, v'achakach yerdim, and then they descended. Why? Malochim shalivuhu ba'eretz, those angels that walked with him, escorted him, while he was in the land of Eretz Yisrael, and Yitzin Chutzol Oretz, they don't go out into outside Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, Va'orlu L'Rakia, so they went up to this heaven. So the if the dream that he had that was first they were going up, that means that the Malachim of Chutzol Oretz are the ones that went up first. And then, Ve'yordi Malachi Chutzol Oretz L'Avaisai, and then the angels that live in Chutzol Oretz, they came uh, out to uh, escort him from that point and on. Now there's a story, you know, told about uh, the Rebbe brings down and many of the sikhs about uh, Rabbi Yisrael Rishoner. When he was a young child, 
he would always ask Rashi's questions, uh, whatever, before he would even read the Rashi, just from the Pasuk. But when he came to this Pasuk, he didn't ask the question. And the teacher asked him, how come you're not asking a question? So he said, no, there's no problem. So he says, well, how come it says, first going up and then going down? So he says, that's not a question, because this was a dream. And in a dream, you don't ask any questions. Pasuk Yud Hashem, Nitzav and behold, Hashem is standing over him, and he said, Ani Hashem Avram I am Hashem, the God of Avram, your father, and the God of Yitzchok. And the land that you are lying over it, and we learned before already, this was Bahar, that was the same, Bamokim, Bamokim, we learned, Bamokim means it's the wrong place, the Har Maria. So he says, this place that you're lying upon it, I will give it to you and to your seed and to your children. So what does it mean Hashem was standing over him? And Rashi says, that was that is to protect him. He was guarding him. So here he says, the God of Yitzchak. Even though we don't find in the Chumash that Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu should uh, make His name uh, you know, to single and say like His God during the lifetime to write the God of this one. During the life of a person Hashem never says we don't find the Chumash Hashem saying His God the reason is because the Pesach states in Eve Tazvav, Parasik Tazvav, Hashem doesn't even believe in His Holy Ones. In other words, before, as long as the person is alive, he can do a mistake, he can make a mistake, and he can go off of the right derech. So Hashem never is miyached the name of somebody during his lifetime. But here Hashem is talking about his father Yitzchok, Hashem is saying, Yitzchok. Right? So Khan over here, Yichat Shemoyal Yitzchok. Over here Hashem did um, um, put his name, uh, designated his name on Yitzchok, Lefi Shekohu Einov, because his eyes became uh, dim, the Kolu and he was locked in the house, he was confined to the house because he couldn't walk around. Barehu Kimais, a person like that is considered like he already died, and the Yitzhahara has already uh, ceased to function by him. Uh, in other words, he's already clean, so we're not afraid that he's going to go off uh, the derech, so we can already say, It's interesting that, that, that Yitzchok, as we learned before, he was, um, it, was, um, it was quite a while that he was... Um, that he was uh, with his dimmed eyes, you know, from the time that we read, if we hear the story with the brachas. So, you know, we already said that, you know, Yaakov at that time was uh, 63 years old. We we said that when he left, the Rashi said in the end of Vayetzi that he was 63 years old. So if Yaakov was 63 years old then, and Yitzchak had Yaakov when he was 63 old, years old, that means that he was 123 years old at the time. You know, when we read about his, his eyes were, were bad. Uh, the uh, so that was what that was 63, and Yitzchak was 60, so that's 123. Um, and Yitzchak was 180 when he died, right? 
So that means that from the age of 123 till 80, uh, so that's almost 60 years, that's uh, 57 years, he was like blind, you know, Yitzchak, uh, uh, that was a long time, yeah. Anyways, so Hashem said to him that the land, that the earth, the, the, the earth that you're lying on, I'm going to give to you. That wasn't a lot of earth over there, right? It was just the, how much space did Yaakov take up? So what is the big thing that the earth that you're lying on it, that's a small piece of trashy? Hashem sort of folded the entire Yisrael underneath Yitzchak, and he told him, that's what I'm going to give you, the entire land. This was a hint to him, that it's going to be easy to conquer uh, for his children will have an easy time conquering it, and just like it's folded all the, underneath him, so that's going to be for his children. And you'll see it will be as the dust of the earth. And you'll burst out to the Yama, to the sea, that's to the west. And to the front, that's to the east. And to the north and to the south. And they will be blessed in you, all families of the earth. They will bless themselves, as Rashi pointed out many times, that they bless themselves, meaning they'll say, let us be like them. And in your children. That all families of the earth will always say, how wonderful the family of Yaakov and his children are. What is the meaning of the word of Foratzto? Rashi v'chazakto. That's a lotion of strength, that you should strongly burst out. Shmois Aleph Yud Beis, over there we find the Chain Yifritz, and so did they gain strength. They burst out with strength, meaning that they are uh, a powerful expansion. Yes? How about the whole time, like, like only Avram and Yitzchak and Yitzchak were the only people there? Like, No, there was all other people. The Torah is only so related. Probably there were probably generations passed down, not only Avram and Yitzchak people. That what? Like the whole world is only from. No, there was other people. Sure, there was other people. No, there's not only in the only in the world only like these like Right, but there was all for a whole whole lot of ch- children we learned before in the parsha all all of Yishmoel's children and all of you know and all of actually all of Noach's children of Shem and and Yafis. There was a whole lot of people. Still uh, yes, and then they were in Babel. Now, what's interesting is that Shame, Shame lived also for a long time. Shame was the son of Noach, and before it says that through Shame, Rivka was told through Shame, we learned about Shame. So that means that Shame lived a pretty long time, all the way from the time of Noach through uh, the time of Rivka over there. It was a lot of years. I can't tell you the exact number, but uh, it was a lot of years. Okay, let's go back to it. Yeah, probably. So he's probably one of the top. Okay, uh, you know, it's addressed, you know, in, uh, but I, I don't remember offhand right now. Pasik Tazvav. And behold, I am with you. And I will guard you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land. For I will not forsake you. Until I have done that I have spoken to you, I mean, I've spoken about you, as we'll see in Rashi. I am with you. So why is all of a sudden Hashem saying to him, I'm with you? 
זאת רש"י, אנוכי אימוך לבשו, יורם מעשב ומלובן, כי הוא היה מפחד מעשב ולובן. He was afraid Esav, he knew he didn't want to kill him, that's why he had to run away. And he knew Lovan, there wasn't no, uh, no big tzaddik over there, so he was afraid. So therefore Hashem promised him that he was going to be with him. And he says to him that he was going to bring him back to this land, meaning although he's going now to Choron, he's leaving Eretz Yisrael, Hashem says, And he won't uh, let, let him falter, What does it mean? It's not as if I will do, but until the time I will do, that I have spoken to you. What does it mean, the Barti Loch, spoken to you? So, for you, and about you. This that I promised to Avram, for his seed, that was a promise to you, and that's not for Esau. Because I didn't say to him that Ki Yitzchak that Yitzchak will be your seed, meaning everybody of Yitzchak, which would include also Esav. Ella, but I said to him Ki Bi Yitzchak in Yitzchak, meaning somebody from Yitzchak, Veloy called Yitzchak, and not every Yitzchak. So that was you, you, <coughs> you as the seed of of Yitzchak. And likewise, call li veloch veloi velohem veloi velohem hasmuchim eitzel dibur. When they are next to the word li loch loi, which are close to the word dibur, like it says dibarti loi meshamshim loshen al. It means about them, on them. And this proves sharim Yaakov le dibur koydim lekein, because there was no talk to Yaakov beforehand, so we can't say. That that he's actually spoken to him in the past, because we don't find Hashem spoke to Yaakov. This is the first time that he speaks to him. So therefore, we are saying that the word lecha means with regards to you, about you, about Yaakov, that Hashem has spoken to Avram and Yitzchak. So Yaakov wakes up from his sleep, and he says, yesh." Hashem b'vokam azeh. Indeed, there is Hashem in this place. And I didn't know. So why is he saying I didn't know? So Rashi, had I known that Hashem is in this place, and the reason he knew that Hashem was in this place is because Hashem revealed Himself and gave him the nevuah and the dream. And the dream. So he says, I would not have slept in such a holy place had I known. That this is the holy place, but this was actually the Mokkam Amigdash where he slept. Pasuk Yuzayin, Vayira, that was the place where later on they built the base Amigdash. Exactly where he was sleeping. Yeah, Vayira, Pasuk Yuzayin. Rashi said that before it was the Har Hamiria. Pasuk Yuzayin, Vayira, and he was frightened. Vayomer, and he said, Manoira Mokkim Hazeh. How awesome is this place? Ain Zeh. This is none other kiim base elukim. This is the house of Hashem, right? Where he's sleeping. This is the house of Hashem. Was there, and vizeh shar hashamayim, and this is the gate of the heaven. What does he mean? This is the gate of the heaven. It says that the uh, Rashi will bring down that it's mekuvon. The base amigdash shalomaylo is mekuvon next to the base amigdash shalomata, which means that this is the gate of the heaven, opposite the place where he was lying down. Let's read the Rashi. Rabbi Lozor says the name of Rabbi Yisbe Ben Zimra. 
Hasulam Hazed, this ladder, it's a huge ladder, it wasn't just a plain ladder. Aymed Be'er Sheva, it's standing, it's legs, it's bottom, is in Be'er Sheva. The Emtza Shippua, in the middle of its slant, halfway by the ladder, Magia Keneged Be'is Amigdosh. That comes opposite the Be'is Amigdosh, right in the middle of the ladder. Which means that's right on top. In the middle of the ladder, the slant, the middle part of the slant of the ladder comes right over Yerushalayim, over the place of the Beis HaMikdash. Sheber Sheva aimed b'droim shel Yehuda. Because Be'er Sheva is to the south of Yehuda, which means that it's down south relative to Yerushalayim. V'Yerushalayim b'tzafoyna, and Yerushalayim was north of Be'er Sheva, that was in the Gavul, Begavul, in the boundary Shebein Yehuda Binyamin, that was between Yehuda and Binyamin. And base scale, and uh, the base scale was, now, we're going to see in a minute in the Pasik that this area where he got up and where he slept, we'll see the Pesukim at the bottom uh, in, um, in the, later on, that he called the name base scale, and the Pasik Yutes. So Rashi says that base scale was in the north. That was north of the uh, of the inheritance of Binyamin. And between Bnei Yosef. So this explains how this could be the base of Lakim. And because he was actually not over Yerushalayim, but he was in Beiskel. So, Nimtza, it turns out, Sulam, that the ladder, Sheraglo Be'er Sheva, whose legs were in Be'er Sheva, the foot of the ladder was in Be'er Sheva. Veresha and its head, Be'er is in Beiskel. Magiyam Tzoshipuy Neged Yerushalayim. So then the middle of the slant comes out Neged Yerushalayim. That's, Be'er Sheva is totally north. Beiskel is totally, um, is totally south, Be'er Sheva. Beiskel is totally north. And Yerushalayim is in between. And the middle of the ladder is over Yerushalayim. Now, what is this, what is this whole thing over here with this ladder being the base of Lekim? So Rashi says, This accords, this goes along with what our teachers told us in the Gemara. Sha'omar HaKadosh Baruch HaKadosh Baruch said, this uh, righteous person is coming to my lodging place. What is Hashem's lodging place? What do you think where Hashem lives? What is the Dira B'Tachtoinim? Where is the Osuli Migdom Shechanti B'Soycham? That was the Hara Maria. So, therefore, V'yipote B'Leilina, so he should be, uh, go by without sleeping over. So Hashem wanted him to at least sleep over one night in Beis Maloyni. But the question is, he's in base scale, he's not in Yerushalayim. That's why we're explaining that end of that ladder where he is, even though he's in base scale, but since they, he sees the Malachim, so he's saying that this is the base of the middle of the ladder is the base of because even though he was in base scale, not in, in Yerushalayim, it's still considered the Maloinoi Shalakadish Baruch. That's what I think is the Pshat here. Uh, and further they said, Yaakov Koral Yerushalayim Beiskel. That Yaakov actually 
called Yerushalayim Beiskel when he says um, that uh, um, and he called his name Beiskel that wasn't in Luz that was actually Yerushalayim that he called Beiskel and this uh, uh, place where he slept was actually Luz and Velo Yerushalayim and it was Yerushalayim from where do they learn to say so? I say that actually the Mount Maria was torn out and it came here. In other words, that the Har Maria came to uh, to lose. The Zui Khulin. I think the Pshat is like this, in this Rashi is a little bit difficult. Rashi's problem is because later on we see that he calls this place Beiskel. So Beiskel we know is further north as Rashi says that that's in the Tzofen of Nachlas bin Yomim. That's north of Nachlas bin Yomim. So on his way going when Yaakov was going, first he came from Be'er Sheva and then you go to Yerushalayim and then it says that the place where he lodged he called it Beis Kale. and so it seems that he has gone through Yerushalayim and he has already reached uh, Beis Kale after Yerushalayim and he reached Beis Kale further north and that is where he went to sleep because he called the name Beis Kale. yeah? The original name wasn't Beis Kale. it was Luz. Luz. Okay. and then he named it Beis Kale because he brought out oil on top of the rock and then all the okay but wait a minute but the question is now but the question now is, he came, the question is, he was going from Be'er Sheva, he was going to Beit Kale, and then in the middle is Yerushalayim. So in the first, it seems that in the first explanation of Rabbi Lazar, B'Shem, Rabbi Yesim, and Zimra, he's answering the question by saying that the ladder that was standing on in Be'er Sheva was slanted all the way till Beit Kale, and when he says, uh, he wasn't talking about the exact place where he was, but he was talking about the middle of the ladder. He saw now the end of the ladder. So he was saying that that is the Beis HaShemayim. Rashi continues, and Rashi says, Because our... And because our teachers say, Rashi is bothered by it because our teachers say, Hashem says, This tzaddik is coming to my lodging place and he should go away without sleeping. So that seems to say that Yaakov reached where? That he reached the base Amigdash he reached. So how could we say, but we're saying that he went beyond the base Amigdash, he went all the way to base scale. And further, the, the, the sages say that Yaakov Koro Yerushalayim base scale. That Yaakov called Yerushalayim base scale. But Vizu, but this one Luzi below Yerushalayim. This is Luz because we see later on it wasn't Yerushalayim. And Umeichin Lom the Lamer case. So from where did they learn to say this? So how did they it say? It makes sense because they said that he went to Yerushalayim and then he said in Zuz and he was also on Yerushalayim. So, and then it says, that, doesn't it say that Yerushalayim, first went to Yerushalayim, then went to Luz? 
It doesn't. The whole thing doesn't make. It doesn't make sense because they say where was the lodging place? It seems like he lodged in Yerushalayim, not in base scale, and just the ladder went the other way. It also seems that what? It seems that uh, he called. They say that he called the Chachamim. The sages say that he called Yerushalayim base scale, and here we're saying he called Luz base scale. So what's going on? Where did he learn to say that he called Yerushalayim base scale? One of the pasuk says that he called Luz base scale. So Klashi, I say, Shenekar Har Maria Bolakan, that actually Mount Maria, Har Maria, was ripped out and it came here. So another Hashem miraculously, it's not because what we were saying before, the middle of the ladder was there. Actually, the Har Maria itself, Mount Maria, was torn out and it came here. It appeared in uh, in, 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 in base scale, in base scale, in Luz. And this is what it means that the land jumped towards him. That the Gemara says in Shchitos is not the shot that Yaakov went quickly to uh, to base scale, but the Kvitz was that the mountain was jumped over its place and ended up in Luz instead of it. So what's going on? Why did the mountain come there? What happened? Why did it? Uh, this is the Chulun Tzadik Al-Beis Shabbat Beis HaMikdash Lekrosay that the Beis HaMikdash came towards him at Beis Kale until he came until the Mount Maria the Beis HaMikdash came to Beis Kale to lose V'zehu Vayivka B'Mokim and this means he bumped into the place so what does it mean he bumped into the place? he bumped into the place he bumped into uh, to Har Maria to where? but not the Har Maria in Yerushalayim, but the Haramariya, the way it was, in Luz, because the Maria ended up in Luz. But this doesn't make sense. The whole story doesn't make sense now. Because he passes Yerushalayim, he comes up to Luz, on the way to Choron, to Beiskel, then all of a sudden the mountain that he already passed is now jumping towards him to, to Beiskel. So Tarashi, if you're going to ask, Shavar Yaakov al Beis Hamikdash, when Yaakov passed through the Beis Hamikdash, Madula Ikvisham, how come Hashem didn't stop him over there? If we're saying that the Eivister is saying Tzadik Zebol the Beis Maloni, he's coming to my lodging place, how could he just leave without stopping in? So why didn't Hashem stop him before? Because he had to pass through Yerushalayim to get to Beis Kiel. So why didn't he stop him before? So Tarashi. He did not put his heart to daven in the place where his parents daven. Say Avraham and say Yitzchok daven on the Har Maria, but he passed by. So they should stop him from the heaven. They didn't want to stop him. If you don't think yourself that you should stop there and daven there, so they didn't stop him from the heaven. He actually ended up going to Choron first. As we say in the chapter Gidanoshe. Actually, the says, He went to Choron. He didn't stop all of a sudden. Why would it say if he didn't end up in Choron and in the middle he's still walking from Rishlaim? Why would the Torah tell you? Even though Rashi Taiz he went to go to Choron, but it, it's Mashman that he wouldn't tell you that he went to Choron if he had a whole big journey in the middle with his whole encounter over here. So the thing is, Itakil Chatchila ended up going always to Choron. Kimoto Lechoron, when he came to Choron, he fell back. Omar Efsher Shavarti, 
could it be possible that I passed al mokim she ispalal avaisa in the place where my parents daven v'lo ispalal tiboy and I didn't daven there? He felt terrible that I didn't daven there. So Yoiv died till the So he gave his mind to return back. So returned up to Beiskil. So now he was going to go back all the way to Yerushalayim to Hamaria. But then So the earth stuck for him. So actually, where did he lodge? He actually lodged under the uh, in, in Beiskil, in Luz, in the north over there, where Rashi bring it down. And the Haramaria ended up, Hashem ended up bringing it over there. Okay, what does it mean, Manoiras? Or Trashi Targum Madhil Asradain? How fearful is this place? The Chilu Shem Dabarhu, the Chilu is a noun, Kamay Sukhla Seinu, like under Sukhla Sono, understanding, or the Chosu Lemalbush, a garment, the Chosu to wear. Uh, it's a. This is the gate to heaven. This is a place to daven. So that their prayer should go up to heaven. So what does it mean? This is a gate to heaven. It's a good place to daven. Because if you daven there, it lists, Hashem listens to the tefillahs over there. It's a good place. So therefore, that's it. That's Lalas Tfilah That the Besamikdash of above, Mekuvan, is directly exactly connected so it's actually the Shara Shemaim, it's the gate to the heaven, it's gate to the uh, to the Beis Amigdash, the Beis Amigdash over here is next to the gate of, of Shemaim, but even though now it seems that the Har Maria was moved but it's still, it moved together, the gate remained the same, to the Shara Shemaim apparently remained the same, because even according to Pshat of Rashi, this wasn't really in the base scale, but the Shara Shemaim is not the physical, but it's in the spiritual sense, it moves along. If the Har Maria Lamata, the Beis Amigdash below, moves, then the Shara Shemaim above moves together with it. Pasuk Yuches, Vayashkim Yaakov Aboyker, so Yaakov gets up early in the morning, and he takes the stone, that he played underneath his head. The Rashi said that it was one stone because they all fought and they became into one stone. He makes it as a, a monument, a monument, like a matseva, and they pour the oil on the top. And he named that place base Kale. But originally, Luz Shemayil originally, the name was Luz. Yeah, Pasukhov, let's just finish up. Bayidar Yaakov Nader Leimer. We're calling it Beskel Beskel. So after the whole story, now it comes Beskel. That's what I called it, Beskel. No, but before you said that it was um, Luz. Luz. Yep. Really, it was Luz. But right before I even, before even picked up the pillar and said you were calling it. Yeah, but because we just tried to identify the place that it was called later on base scale. That's what we meant. But here it seems that the Luz was called base scale. So Yaakov made a vow saying, If Hashem will be with me, And He will guard me in this way, that I am going upon. And And He will give me bread to eat, and a garment to wear. So if God will, will keep His promises, 
that he promised me to, to be with me. Hashem says, uh, like he said, I'm with you in Pasik Tazvav. Ushmaranik Meshamla, it says in Pasik Tazai Tazvav, Ushmartim Khoshatelech, and I will guard you. So he's confirming it. The Nasim Lechem Lechel, he'll give me bread to eat. That doesn't say Befeish before Lechem Lechel, but Kimeshamar, the Pasuk Tazvav, as it says there in Pasuk Tazvav, Kiloyazevcha, I won't let you down. So, Vamavakish Lechem Ukori Nezov. One who has to ask for bread is called a Nezov. So he said, Nosim Lechem Lechel, not to have to beg or not have bread, Shinemar. It says, Until Lam Zayn Poskafei, Vulor Eisi Tzadik Nezov, Vizarim Vakish Lechem. I haven't seen a Tzadik. That has been forsaken, and his children seeking bread. So Pesach Ofalov, v'shavti b'shalim el beis avi, and I will return in peace to my father's house. V'hoy Hashem li lelekim, and Hashem will be my God. V'shavti, so Rashi, k'moish omarli, as he has promised me. V'ashi v'sicha ladomo in Pesach Tzvav, I will bring you back to the land. So v'shavti, I will go and b'shalim. What does it mean in peace? Rashi in wholesomeness. That means it doesn't mean peace only, but it means also complete. Sholem in that I will be wholesome from sin. I won't learn from the ways of Lovan. So then Hashem Li And Hashem will be my God. What does that mean? Hashem will be my God. That his name will rest in me from the beginning to the end, which means there will not be found any fault, anything bad in my children. Like the Pesach says this Vav, Asher Dibarti Loch. I will fulfill what I spoken to you, Rashi. This was about you, Rashi said. That Hashem has promised your forefather, and this was a promise to Avram. For you see it after you. So this wasn't really completely fulfilled by Avram and Yitzchak, because their seed weren't all uh, tzaddikim. But this, he says, Hashem will make all my children tzaddikim, and His name will rest on me. It's not going to be no pesul bezari. So then, then this stone, that I made a monument, this will be uh, the house of Hashem. And everything that you will give me, I will surely tithe, give a tenth to you. So usually, not and, this is not part of the condition, but so explain the Vav of heaven. In Tassili, if you'll do me all this, I will also do this.